0: The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised.
1: Wolf wolf podcast i am your friendly neighborhood hybrid eyes wide shut wolf host and i sound again like this i keep forgetting to do this i should have we need a helper we need a helper to do those things for me because i could be your helper i'm starting to morph let me, into
0: let me be your jamie
1: I'm, be jamie be my jamie
0: i even have my laptop my open
1: i i just i'm starting to morph and it's really uncomfortable are you turning into a wear No, I'm just a regular wolf. Werewolves are too complicated. Uh, And then across from me, I have my co-host. His sound is, uh, again, is just a hybrided version of... I'm not sure what the hell that is. It's just a monster. I was meaning to get you a moo this week, and... uh, Did you leave me mooless? I did, yeah. But at least you're not clueless. Uh, And across from me, you like that? Uh, And across from us is our resident guest, uh, Beowulf... She is uh well, there's so much chaos going on right now. Uh she is uh she's yeah, she's the third co-host of the Wolf and Bull. She's our Jamie and we're we're just just animals i can't do this anymore. we're just a couple of animals I
2: can't.
0: yeah for I can't, anyone I can't listening this these any two this have is terrible. some masks on their it's face I can't, it, what are you
2: I talking can't,
1: about I can't
0: do oh this. that's your new face i
1: can't do this anymore I, I just are those can't. derma fillers they are they're derma fillers nice it took yeah a i can't i can't do this anymore. anymore i can't i can't i can't do this anymore uh, the wolf
0: was wearing a wolf mask it's it's terrible yeah um still is
1: yeah so uh we'll
2: wear the mask anyway the whole time yeah that's fine just keep it on nobody can hear a damn thing no thought, sound like I'm Here a to me. let me see if uh, i can turn you up i was gonna say a wolf's den there you go
1: let me turn you up list a little bit but maybe i'm just in a bull cave no <sighs> bull.
0: it was a it was a it was a good try
1: <laughs> yeah remember we talked about quantity bull over quality game. or quality over quantity which i don't care it? i know i think i, I think know. quantity works quite well well uh yeah um Weird intro again. Uh, I am a looking a little nerdy this week. I decided to wear my glasses to be a little bit more official. Um, what are you talking about? Um, what is great. What's
2: nerdy about that?
0: Sitting across from the and you're, wearing a mask. you're a
2: nearsighted wolf. Don't get offended. You know, you th- yeah. Every once in a while, you'll you'll go by in a on a city, and there'll be a big light off in the distance, and you'll uh-huh. think it's a moon. Yeah. Until you put your glasses on, you start howling at a a, a gas lamp, and that will be. It's just like being gaslighted
0: he's oh, really he's, he's shooting for the moon right now open shooting your, for the moon
1: open your drink and and, and oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm feeling rather rather seasonal <laughs> okay well uh we have it a uh, yeah it's good it's um very seasonal. Yeah, so uh outside of this fever dream start of an episode which seems to be every episode uh Hold it. i'm having difficulty here yeah godspeed um yeah uh if you i just i don't even know what to say we're done this is it guys um just a quick reminder for our listeners if you happen to like uh if you happen to like what you're listening to or watching um go ahead and give us a follow on instagram you can follow all of our latest updates there uh you can also find us on TikTok. we're also on youtube and we're on almost every major podcasting platform or and audio if you platform. can't
2: find us there just look on the animal farm because that's yeah. where we'll
1: be there you go yeah
0: or if you can't find them somewhere, look somewhere else.
1: Yeah, good. just keep looking.
0: Just keep looking. Just keep looking. You'll find. This it. is <laughs> just keep. Looking. This is
1: this is just keep swimming. The mask was a bad swimming. idea. You it, know was, what? it introduced it was great. too much chaos.
0: Sometimes life.
1: There's no chaos ever.
0: You just need to like pretend it's spaghetti and just throw things at the wall. See spaghetti. when it sticks.
2: Why would see, you a good throw one? Spaghetti. Have you ever thrown spaghetti at the wall?
0: Personally, no. Let's be
2: careful. Here. Well, you have to. But you're not a true chef or cook until so you take spaghetti some spaghetti and you. will wing it at the wall it's yes. and if it comes sliding down the wall well, maybe it's not you do something dente. over it's well it may be too el dante mm. if it bounces back it bounces. it's Eldante. i think el you're dente. in a good mood what's going on what how's your
1: what
2: is going in a good mood. on That's you're in a good
0: mood i, can't, I, I can't i'm in a good it. mood
2: because we haven't gotten any any you know arguments about axes or yeah. anything like yeah, that I, I, I think we will Oh yeah, this subject there's is. always the potential. going to be yeah. I feel
1: like there's you're going to agree with me on the subject. I think you're going to agree with me. I've one. read some notes, and we're you've not gonna read make... some notes. Yes, I've read them.
0: Oh, let's mm. let's launch. I was going to yellow then.
1: them, but I decided to read them. Well, we haven't addressed our Jamie. Uh, how are you?
0: Oh, I'm good. They are now yep.
1: ignoring all the jokes I have. Yep. Yeah, we, you can't. Everything can't be a joke. Sure it can. No. Yeah.
0: I am excited no. because soon I will be yes, on the wide open plains of Montana. Montana. Montana, yes. In the next You may
2: week. see some bowls running around the open place yes. out
1: there. Well Wyoming.
0: We're we're going to Wyoming and Montana. Oh
1: yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Super yeah. excited about that. But yeah, everything's good. And after this, I am going to make a delicious taco bowl. Because it is Taco Tuesday, after all. Not in or maybe your, just regular not, tacos. Not where we live.
1: Um <laughs> but yeah okay well i'm just gonna jump into the monologue we're gonna go uh we're gonna go forward with this and uh this is gonna be the episode um <laughs> according to jessica gottlieb professor at u.h hobby school of Ooh. public affairs a standard way of measuring polarization in the united states is asking democrats and republicans how warmly they feel toward members of their own group as opposed to members of their outgroup on a feeling thermometer from zero to 100 the difference in in, uh, in in-group versus out-group warmth is then considered a measure of polarization. As most of us can probably gather, the United States is more polarized now than the Coca-Cola bears are against have been against PepsiCo and all things healthy since 1992. Uh, polarization is nothing new, and the bull and I, we have talked about this multiple times in multiple episodes. This is just a reoccurring theme. The intro is always strange. I always forget the intro sounds, and then we're talking about polarization for some reason. It's like a fever dream. Mm-hmm. It is. Or you're talking about polarization bears apparently yes um yeah that's you know was a good one that was good Uh, after last last week's episode about the enlightenment principles i got to thinking about the potential discovery that the james webb telescope uh introduced schrodinger's universe and it brought me to the bull's obsession over how everything is a tool it is out of control
0: you've been called out
1: everything is a tool Everything. Weapons are tools. People are tools. Thoughts are tools. Tools are tools. Pools are tools. Spools are tools. Fools are tools. The list of rhymes is endless. And the number of things that are tools, as long as they can be perceived as one, is endless as well. You sound like Doctor Seuss? There. I am Doctor Seuss. Yeah. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. My tool, point. No, tool fish, tool fish. There you go. That see, That was. See, that was good. That was a good. That was. Mwah, that was a good one. My point, which uh, you know, I, I have to admit, I struggle with this one. But my point is, I believe, after almost a full year of contemplating this, that the bull is correct. I have to address the bull in the room, though. Wow. The literal and the figurative one. Mm-hmm. What is correct? Correct is merely conforming to an approved or conventional standard, agreeing with fact, logic, or known truth. Sometimes correct changes. Sometimes tools are not always tools, and sometimes what we think we know, we don't know at all. Since polarization is so prevalent, it's logical to infer that almost everything is polarized. According to some, neutrality is a myth. That is a discussion we will have in a very soon episode. Um, I've read some very interesting things uh, and I don't agree with this because I think it's wrong. But according to some neutrality is a myth, either you're for the team or you're against it. This brings me to everyone's favorite topic, religion. Hmm. I don't mean to be, I don't mean it in the religious sense. I don't mean to get religious, but in the humanistic sense, all religion is, is a form of explaining something in a way that we deem more effective than an alternative. The same goes for Science. Is it possible, though, that through the polarization habits of human nature, that science has become or always has been another form of religion? Dun, dun, dun.
0: That is the ultimate question.
2: It is. And the only way to
1: answer an ultimate question is through children's cheering, apparently. The children. That's the only way to answer the question. Think of the children. Now you sound like you're doing your last hotbeat. Uh, shout out Hot B. If you want to listen to Michael Jackson uh, being critiqued by me, moi, and uh, Beowulf over there, uh, go ahead and tune into Hot B. We have a new episode normally every every week, and our next episode will be on...
0: Next Tuesday. Do you know who it is? Oh, L. Ron Hubbard. Yes, L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, my. Yes. Oh my. Yes. We, uh, we went from pretty dark. You know, Michael Jackson's story is, is difficult darker. to talk about, but... Uh, Elleron Hubbard is going to be a very interesting. It might end up one. being a
2: multi-part series. I mean, he mm. was famous for writing decologies, by
1: the way.
0: He's lived quite a life. That's what some may say. argue. He still and is. some would
2: argue as well that he specifically took science and
1: made it a religion.
0: There's a nice correlation there.
1: Yeah. So initial thoughts. You said you disagree with me. We haven't gotten to my point some yet. Points <laughs>
2: later in the paper, I will. Definitely air my grievances at that time. My grievances. Wow, you have grievances. Oh, well, God. Grievances. Full incense. I don't know. Something like that. I'll air them. Air them out? Air them out. Of course, there's a.
0: I can't wait to hear them. Yeah.
2: I see. Mullen's so ready for I, a good I, because, fight between the two. So going fart. I, yeah, well, that's what, that's what my that's kind what does. Do. And <laughs> just fart. Exactly.
1: I mean, when you have four stomachs, that's kind of what you do. Yeah. You know? So, initial thoughts. Initial thoughts on this.
0: Mm hmm. Science,
1: oh. um, obviously, uh, and just my, knee, uh, my knee-jerk reaction to this, thats is a great movie, underrated, uh, is I saw when I was young and it exposed great, me great to a lot music, of things. by the way. Yeah. Um, exposed you to what? A lot of things. <laughs> fairly. Um, so, uh, just a, a young man's Female dream. Female robots, A young fairly? man's dream um, <laughs> would not have been able to be like released today in any way. Um, so, my initial thoughts on this, because the premise of this episode is whether science has become a religion. My initial thoughts, my innate knee-jerk reaction is No. Science is not a religion. That, that is my innate knee-jerk reaction. But, and it's a very big but, I think it has changed slightly, slightly. I don't think the core principles of science were ever meant to be religious. I do think that there has been a uh, creeping normality See, I think.
0: Ooh, that, ooh throwback.
2: I think Most science, it, it's very. There's a, a circular argument to be made that we'll probably make through the, the course of this podcast. But my take is that science, in general, from its from its uh, infancy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: hundreds and hundreds of years ago, maybe even longer than that, depending on how what you want to define as science, is typically an outgrowth of religion. Okay, it, it's. It's a way to explain the edges of a person's or a civilization's belief structure. And by doing what we all understand as the scientific method to come up with a a way for human beings to test, to ask questions, Mm -hmm. and to discover answers to them over the course of a process. The process itself is what I define science as. We look at science now. And we will probably talk about this as some giant edifice, some a universal and it's term not. that applies. Yeah, I d- not. I, th- I think science is primarily a process of discovery. Mm. And in my take, religion is everything beyond the current edge of those discoveries. So religion is out here to fill in the blank that will always forever be there because there's always going to be a question beyond what human beings are capable of understanding and then as human beings get more adept more creative more scientific we push the edge of that discovery further and further into the realm of what we currently call religion Mm. so but that doesn't stop religion from happening the 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 problem I see today is that we're conflating the two. We're we're trying to make today's um, druids scientific people, mm.
0: Mm.
2: and I, I don't know if that's entirely different than it was when there were real druids running around. And I mean, think about think about um, paganism mm. at a time in uh, old Celtic. Ah, uh, yes, kingdoms. my favorite pastime.
0: Well, I, I mean, you've been, you've <laughs> my, my go, you've been over kingdom. to England. I'm going to go saw, dance
1: under the
2: moon. You saw the... Uh, um, Sacrifice a child. What was it? The, the <laughs> Stonehenge. Stonehenge. And there's an American Stonehenge and a South American Stonehenge. There's there's Stonehenges everywhere. Right. And when they look at these things, when historians look back and anthropologists look back at this stuff, they discover that there are things that they align with. Mm-hmm. And we give the Aztecs, the... the, the, the um, uh, Mayans, the Mayans, the, their calendar, whichever one it was that had Mayans. that great. Oh, oh, it's unbelievable how uh, scientific and calculatable all mm-hmm. these things are to the stars. and that's a, But we're forgetting that at the time. They weren't calling it their science. No, it was their. They were they were trying to bridge the gap between them and the unknown, which
1: yeah. was their religion, their gods. Yeah, we have a tendency to uh, to look back in history and think that everything before us is either terrible and or stupid, which I think is very anti scientific. Um, I to and you probably could have garnered this from my notes. I tend to think along similar lines. Um, I see science as explaining you know the how, the what, the when. Religion comes in to some degree to explain the why. Um, they're two separate things. And I grew up, and I, we've talked about this in other episodes. I've grew, I grew up, uh, you know, in a relatively evangelical household. I was in church for a very long time. Um, and, you know, evangelical being the predominant. Um, amount uh, and my my mom wanted to correct me on some of my religious religiosity and I only will keep it to evangelical. Um, but with that being said, I also uh, was very keen and very aware of the scientific nature of things, and I never thought that they were fighting. You think they I never thought they were exclusive, fighting. No, right? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I thought they were collaborative. Much like I think a lot of things are collaborative. Men, women. Sometimes the Indianapolis Colts, when they're a coach, can figure out how to coach, um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of things. Uh, well,
0: wouldn't religion uh, be f- focusing more on the faith aspect, the things you can't explain?
1: Well, interestingly enough, you bring that up. there are, there are. is, is are, There are a few arguments that people utilize to explain that science and religion are the same thing. Now, I tend to think that they can be, I don't think they're supposed to be. Um, and your point, saying uh, your point just a second ago, actually is a f- technically a fallacy. Um, not to you know bring it out of context, but mm-hmm. that is how you people utilize. Oh, religion requires faith. Well, science requires faith. How do I know quarks exist if I don't see them? I have to believe they're there. Same type of principles apply, but that is technically a fallacy. Uh, in order to be fair, we have to. Remove the personal bias, because I'd like to say that it's not. I think it makes a lot of linear sense, but there is a bias there. So science, as to our listeners, so there's a little understanding here, it's a systematic enterprise that builds and organizes knowledge in the form of testable explanations, I almost said testicle, uh, and predictions <laughs> about the universe. Uh, some of the oldest forms of archaeological evidence for scientific reasons reasoning is tens of thousands of years old. Uh, there you have it. For most people, that would be arguments solved. Tens of thousands of years old is a long time. So no more argument. Supporters of this thinking rely on the following: uh, science is testable, religion is not. Science uses knowledge; religion supposedly does not. Scientific reasoning is super old, and organized re- religion is super old as well. But it's a different type of old, right? And uh, there's a lot of historical uh, evidence that would suggest that all of, a lot of that uh, information is incorrect. But that's what people utilize, and they're very condensed thinking of what they think religion is. Do you know, um, last, last episode, we were talking about the Enlightenment.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: that period of time was when people started looking at themselves uh, in, in a more secular way. And they started defining things and giving it this moniker of science mm-hmm. in a way it had never been done before. As a matter of fact, if you look back on the early uh, Roman Empire, and as it converted to Christianity uh, during, was it Alexander the Great or was it, no, during Constantine, 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 Constantine thank you. Who is responsible
1: who, for a lot of things, which is, another is, episode.
2: And, and there's a thin thread mm. for the fact that there's so many Christians in the world today, because there could not be very easily as well. Mm-hmm. But but my point is, is that the monasteries uh, were, though, though they were. Pods of very religious people that decided to take a a vow of celibacy and a vow of silence and all these other things, uh, monasteries and in I'm going to say nunneries, but that's the wrong nunneries. term because uh, that always reminds me of Shakespeare. Get thee to a nunnery.
0: What would you call yeah, it?
2: That, that's what they are. Um, my,
0: what yeah. would they What would they call a? What is it called? A nunnery?
1: Uh nunnery, yes. Okay. Well. No, uh, well. A monastery a nunnery, yes. You know, there's uh, another word for I it. Guess but, I guess I could look it up. I there's another word for com- it. You got a computer. Come on, it. Jamie. But I know. Mm-hmm. But my
2: point is is that at the time, the the scribes convent convent, thank you. Yeah. The scribes were entirely from that religious order. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, don't. Otherwise, ages, supposedly the
2: the historical information would not have been passed down in a way to even uh, uh, bridge it into yeah. a scientific
1: method. So, all. And, and we'll talk about this because I want there to be another episode We, brought, we brought, strange enough we brought up two topics that I want to talk about in future episodes. Uh, one of them has to do with Constantine's involvement in the church. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, and I mean that from not a critical sense, but kind of from a critical sense. Um, not to discount anything that Christianity teaches, not to discount anything that theologies teach. Obviously, I don't agree with everything. With that being said, his involvement is very particular and very well, peculiar.
2: Religion in general was used as a political tool to bring nations together yeah. or to drive a wedge into other nations that did not
1: believe. Well, I mean, that was used for throughout history. Yeah, and that, that's where like the form of government absolutism comes from, mm-hmm. uh, which is a... a Believe it or not, is actually a form of government as opposed to being a apps like an actual thing people act within. If that but makes to, sense.
2: But to to get back to your point, religion versus science, and having this this battle between the two, it's I've never really looked at it that way. Mm. I, I grew up in a, a Baptist church, um, and I went to plenty of sermons that were pretty fire and brimstone, and get I, bit by this snake. Well, I didn't go to the ah! southern. I didn't get I the I Southern Baptist. I that's a whole different scenario. <laughs> I didn't have people jumping up and down and speaking in tongues and things like that. And I'm not disparaging any of that. People can believe. I, I believe all kinds of crazy things. Crazy. So can you. So can anybody out there. I don't. He's I, the craziest. I'm, a, among I'm, us a, I'm the craziest. Bold. He's the craziest but, among
1: us. But
2: to to look at, and I started a little bit ago talking about this circular kind of process that's going on. The number one scientific method is that. Mm-hmm. It's you ask a question, you discover methods to test that, you you do it over and over and over again until you solve an answer in a very uh, succinct way, a proof. You you put together a series of proofs, usually mathematical, usually empirical, usually lab-driven, and then you come up with something that is solid for that time being, with mm-hmm. the understanding that it is a hypothesis that needs to continue to be tested over and over, and you drive that narrative. It's it's like you it's were talking ended. about last time with the uh, different galaxies out there. Yeah. Not in a million years did people 10 years ago think that that was even possible. Mm-hmm. And now these things are unanswerable or maybe they are answerable Mm -hmm. but the 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 difference is is that if you have a belief system if you have a belief system where it requires you to make a leap of quote-unquote faith between what you know currently as an individual or as a society whatever the case may be to what you believe is possible out there that's the religion part of it and it drives the human beings to try to understand that and that understanding
1: is done through the scientific method. Wouldn't you, couldn't you compare a religious person's faith to a scientist's hypothesis? Are they comparable? No, ways? I
2: think a scientific person's hypothesis is I want to answer a question that is currently unanswerable. Well, it currently say, does not have an answer.
1: Well that's what I mean. That,
2: so what they're doing is they're answering a religious mm-hmm.
1: question. The way I define it. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see us Hebrew going with that. Um I think that I think this is where I think we need to bring up the the fallacy thing and i don't mean that you're engaging in it. i just i think it, this is a good point to bring it up because i think people engage in this on both ends of the spectrum a, a big point of this conversation is not to prove one of the other right or correct or or wrong or e- either or a big point is to point out that the type of thinking i think is where a lot of people have an issue um because you could be the most religious person in the world and you could be a scientist about 48 percent of scientists right now yeah. actually are people who profess to have religion i mean uh now granted even a scientist's explanation richard dawkins himself said he wasn't 100 percent positive that uh, a creator didn't exist now that is not to suggest that he actually had faith but merely to suggest that's a scientific response you can't be absolute about anything um maybe he did who knows but hmm. i think he was trending in an actual scientific response um now i read an a article from psychology today and i don't want to disparage this individual but i'm Kind of going to disparage them a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was written by PhD uh, Eric Dietrich. He was a he's a philosopher at Bingham University. Now, I think his reasoning behind whether science is a religion started relatively soundly. As I read the article, he inferred that many arguments of science is a religion, quote unquote, trend into fallacy territory, which is true. Uh, the undistributed middle fallacy, uh, which is what I think we engaged in just a second ago. Um, basically, that is. Goes something like this. Uh, all Z is B, all Y is B, therefore Y is Z. Um, his exact quote to point out this fallacy is that religion is based on faith, science is based on faith, so science is a religion. The fallacy of begging the question happens to be another fallacy. Uh, the example of that is A is true because A is true. His exact example is religion is based on faith. Science is based on faith. Both religion and science give us knowledge of the unforeseen world. All knowledge of the unforeseen world must be based on faith, so science is a religion. Both those are considered thinking fallacies. Now, I don't necessarily mean they're wrong. I just mean that they engage within a a felicitous Felicitous form of argument. Um, Now, there's a whole diatribe of discussion that we could go on In relation to that, we can, Um, but I want to point out that I don't agree with how he ended the article because from a logical perspective, if I'm discussing something that involves fallacy and I point out and say something like, hey, that's a fallacy, you might need to rephrase that a little bit. I don't want to end the very article that I'm writing in character attacks or in a false... Uh, a false, uh, or was it non sequitur? Is that what it is? Where it's a false comparison? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Unfals-
2: so, unfalsifiable.
1: Yeah, I don't want to be unfalsifiable. So I'm not in total disagreement with what he said. I disagree with his approach to the article. And it's rather, it's through like a, an almost see, an absolute keyhole that he introduced. And I didn't like that. See, I, I think he's he's making a statement of
2: fact where he can't. Um, I, I would agree with part of what he says that religion is based on faith. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure where he gets that science is based on faith. No, he, he's not saying that it is. He's saying that's the argument people utilize. It's a common well, argument. I, I think it's a poor argument. Because, you know, faith, again, from my point of view, and this is just opinion, of course, as it always is, but my point of view is that faith requires a step outside of something you can define. Mm-hmm. So that, that thing in which you can't define is where your belief system has to fill the gap. Okay, it's, it's, it's kind of like this. Uh, if you want to talk about math and equations, because you, you put equation in here for part of this, like the undistributed middle fallacy, all Z is B and all Y is B, so therefore all Y is Z. Now that's a simple math equation, right? Mm-hmm. But that uh, r- infers that Y is exactly Y all the time, and Z is exactly Z all the time, et cetera. And we know from like the last thing when you're talking about the galaxies that yeah, things can be in two true. places at one time. That can, yep. So if you think about a circle, if you look at a, a, a circle um, from a certain distance, it looks like a quote unquote perfect circle. The closer you get to that, the less perfect becomes. Mm-hmm. And then you start looking at the, the equation for uh, what the circumference of that circle is and you come up with a... a latin is it latin is pi latin i think it is the 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 number pi right jamie i'm looking which is 3.14 blah bah, 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 right 3.14 yeah used to be how pi was defined when you looked at a circle as just a circle mm. and then mathematicians got a hold of it. And said, well hold on it's, it's greek. greek thank you i should have known that it's, uh, greek is pi Pythagorean, so, chris
1: they already know it Oh no They <laughs> now know, <laughs> they know who his name. the bull is uh, After 65 Anyone bother to
0: go on the Wolf and Bull website literally be, yeah, Which is the
1: where descriptor.
2: you should go by the yeah. way Just yes. as another shout out Visit
0: www.thewolfandbull.com
1: what are you gonna say? Dot, the, dot the, da, da, ca. I was punctuating the, it. The da, 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 the wolf But but my point Com.
2: of that is is it's you can't calculate it. Yeah. P- that nobody has defined a final number of pi. That's because we can't. Mm-hmm. There the, at the at the end of the day, there's there's always something beyond what we can calculate. So the job of science is to calculate everything. It's to use to the point a, that it a process yeah. that keeps pushing the envelope and pushing the envelope. So people get out there and they say, oh, I'm, I'm not a religious person. I'm a scientific person. You're actually a religious person from my point of view. You're a person that's pushing religion further and further out to the unknown. Mm-hmm. You still have to fill that unknown gap. Yeah, And that's what we call religion.
1: Well, I think that's why, I, yeah, that's why the, the Schrodinger's universe... Thing mm-hmm. and a few other discoveries from the James Webb telescope are so fascinating to me. Or, because, the, or the collider. Yeah, the hadron collider. Uh, it's so fascinating to me because there seems to be this universal acceptance within the scientific community that if something really weird comes up, they're just like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, like some particles. Like, of course, like, obviously. Particle. It's like, like, called the, the uh,
2: bosom yeah. uh, molecule. Uh, What's the other name for that? Uh, the god head. molecule. Yeah, god, the god particle. Yeah, yeah. Th- guess who came up with that? god
1: scientists yeah came up with um that. so you can see the conflation of yeah. these
2: things all the time well i just
1: think it's funny just from from the observational perspective of like being someone who's familiar with both um not obviously an ex- expert degree but en- enough to be able to talk about it is it, i just you're okay with there potentially being two universes at the same time and there's I, a bunch see, of others I, I don't think they are at the same time well, well, well here's the thing is whether that's the case or not we'll find out we will find out um but whether that's the case or not um which is it, it's soon to be determined by uh the whatever's happening in the, the background of that discovery um i still think the same principle comes up is where you've got this blind not blind but you've got this thought-out faith-based um position that people who are religious hold i don't know I people don't believe things blindly. When someone says they believe it blindly, I don't agree. I think that they took time to think about it. I think people who are religious spend some time thinking about the things. Some of them don't, but some do. And and I, I want to give credence to these people because they're not empty shell morons. They're not, not at morons. All. Some and of the smartest people ever. Some of the smartest scientists ever. Mm-hmm. So so same thing with scientists. They're not like soulless shells, husks of humans. They're, they're human beings. And, and uh, what gets me up in arms about this is like, okay, so you can believe there's potentially... Two, two universes that exist, the same universe exists simultaneously at the same times, but you can't believe that someone might not trust that and put their faith in something that's more comfortable to them. So you've given up on potentially discovering or you, you, there was a, there was something I was reading in relation to this where the person was basically saying, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't agree with faith, but I've just, I've used the scientific method uh, to my extent and I've just given up on finding uh, evidence of a God. Okay. Can you not do that in the inverse? I mean, can you not do that on the inverse when it comes to science? You can. Uh, What you just stated there is the
2: exact reason people are religious. Mm -hmm. They've given up on the ability to discover truly what God is. Mm -hmm. Which means if you do decide to believe that there's something greater than you are, then you're taking a leap of faith that there is. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't dissuade you from the ability to push the envelope in every possible way to discover... I mean, I think we're here. Humans are here to discover.
1: Well, we're only here to discover if we're able to witness each other discovering. If no Apparently, one is able if to witness Then Yeah, exactly. Then we're not, we don't
2: yeah. exist <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> and, it, you know, I, I also think that you stated a little earlier about how things can be existing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the illusion we've got to try to unveil as science gets closer and closer to understanding things about the universe. Because... And I said this a million times. Time is time is a construct anyway. So, as far as we know,
1: as right now, yes.
2: Well, it's it we, we've used this thing as time mm-hmm. to define our world, our yeah. universe. Is it even real? I mean, who knows? Is it, is it a? Is it some kind of, you know, conflagration of of magnetic fields and in mm-hmm. you know distant poles of gravity and things? I, I don't know what is it. Well, that's a, but it's the same not thing. A, time is not a. A, f- a physical thing it's a it's an element
1: of discussion to show progression well and that's that's but that's what i think is interesting is that as time quote unquote as time goes on it could be found out that it is a physical thing that's why i think of this is interesting i now, granted i understand that's way out there that's way way out there why but not that's, we're way out there well that's the beauty of science is any one of these things can be possible say for like look if science discovers evidence verifiable evidence like right really good i like it's too. freaking good i know it's phenomenal um pumpkin uh, ipa atomic pumpkin it's shout out ginger um, in it or something it's really it's good really good it's like pumpkin pie um but if science somehow comes out and discovers evidence of of what would be determined or deemed by the religious god all the people in science will be like yeah we agreed with you the entire time it, it, and you know what the
2: next question will be
1: who created him? Exactly, and that's that's the and thing. That's exactly it's,
2: it's, right. It's it's that's why there is no final answer, mm-mm. and there that's isn't. why
1: that's why the the quarrelling and the 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 elitism is so dumb to me. It, it is because um, the people. I I think what it is is people are always
2: trying to. I, I think you said it like several episodes ago, that if we really thought hard about the fact that we're flying through space at an awful high mm, velocity. Yep. On a tiny, tiny little dust ball of blue, mm. and that we're protected by an atmosphere that could blow away at the first time the sun decides to belch. Yep, I, you know what? Scary. It's scary as shit. Mm. And so we, we, we as human beings have to make our world and our universe captured within our own
1: ability to imagine. Yeah, and I think that that's, that, that. That goes to my next point: is people, you know, they they're trying to explain something that scares them and it's it's in you know when people say well that's not possible you know God couldn't be possible there's no evidence of him. yeah well people thought a computer could not sit inside a phone I mean your fo- the phone I'm looking at right now has more computing power as some people have said than the Apollo 13 mission way more so what's your point it, like because because here's the thing the whole point of, of scientist being scientific the whole point of it is being open-minded to uh, pro- potentially provable hypotheses that could then become theories, which could be fact, until something disproves that said fact that then has to go back and do a hypothesis Hypothesis that has to thus be proven again. It's just a cycle, like we've said a second ago. And there's no reason to have this uh, up in arms um, feeling that some people have and I get why some people have it. They had a bad experience on either end. They they talked to a teacher that thought that their religion was silly so they doubled down or they talked to someone in religion and asked a question that they quote unquote shouldn't have and the person didn't have an answer. Which are both sorry to these people, uh, really shallow ways of making decisions because I don't make decisions like that. See, I get a I, second I, opinion. I think the I think the other component that we should get into and I, I don't want to pull you away from
2: your notes too far because you may be doing this later in the in the podcast but the the other part of the idea of the strength of having a belief system mm-hmm. is i don't know the you know we talked about this before as well last having, episode ha, well no having kind of a a civilized manner in which all of us can live within mm-hmm. it, it, we can have all kinds of people and all kinds of beliefs and all kinds of directions we go But it's almost like, as human beings, as animals that we are, we're also the worst things possible to each other. All you have to do is look around the world to see that at any given time. Well,
1: sometimes we're the best things possible to each other, And thank
2: you. That was the next statement, because Mm -hmm. we can be the best things to each other. And the best times we are to each other is when we all collectively agree to a set of, lack of a better way to put it, rules. And religion uh, has provided that in different ways over the course of our growth as a civilization, and humanity. Mm-hmm. And and science has got a different set of rules, but it also says that that stuff, that religion stuff is not true. It's not real.
1: Well, I don't think science by itself says that I well, don't think it does. I, I think, I think people, the community, pe- there
2: you go. Yeah. The, the community looking at that and indoctrinating themselves and says, you know, we, we believe that we're here mm-hmm. just to be here for now. In the, that everything goes away and we're all dust and there's nothing after this, and and again it's very funny because from a scientific point of view, there there is a, uh, a, a what is considered fact is that there's there's no loss. Mm. Uh, the, the law of thermodynamics is there is no loss of energy. Yeah. It just changes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, which could be technically construed as an argument for the afterlife. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's and that's uh, and that's I think why
0: it's almost circular like this yeah. whole thing. Well, and that's
1: so, why I think time's a circle. I don't think time's linear, but that's a whole other I don't think time's are real at all. That's why I think we see two things Maybe. at the same quote-unquote time because we're actually seeing two times. Well, you you talk about dreams. I mean, people have on a weird side note, people have suggested that dreams are you looking into a part a different universe of yourself. I mean, there's there's different possibilities. Um, and granted that's a very extreme one, um, that trends into conspiracy theory, uh, that simulation me. theory. Um, My
0: dreams are weird. I know you explained one to the other
1: day that was like, wow, okay, that's great. Um, thanks for telling me that. Um, but I, I do think that it is interesting that there seems to be a, and there has been for a long time, and I think this is just human nature, there seems to be an innate vitriol nature on both ends of the spectrum of religion and science towards each other. And and frankly, a long time ago, for good reason, for good reason to get to give to to, to give a, a little bit of a, a devil's that play devil devil's advocate here. There was a reason why they felt that way when uh, when uh, what's his name said. Oh yeah, the sun doesn't revolve. We don't revolve. The sun revolves or we revolve around the sun. It doesn't revolve around us. Yeah, the, well, the Earth isn't flat, but that's, the Earth is a circle, like or a, a sphere, like a, like. There's a reason why things. science
2: pushes human beings to reframe their understanding mm-hmm. of the world and the universe around them. So does religion. And that's well. Religion says you don't have to know. There's this other thing. Gods control that. You're just a piece of this puzzle. I, know. I, 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 I know, know I'm if, being very. Yeah, I don't know if I agree that with this, but but what I'm what I'm saying is that the, the 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 scientific method pushes that. And people, as you know, if you get a, you, you get in an argument with me all the time, we get we get in discussions about all kinds of stuff. What do you do? You defend your position. Mm now we know each other we like each other we're, oh, we're family and, and we're 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 you know and when you're not chasing rabbits through the woods you know i think you're I've a nice one upgraded to but, sheep yeah exactly <laughs> stay away from my farm okay? okay you don't want your i don't want to get the bullhorns out you'll you'll have to wear more than glasses i didn't after make I, it with you, I didn't make steak
1: last night cooked in wagyu <laughs> beef tallow i didn't do that <laughs> I didn't use beef tallow to cook oh, steak. Not, it I was am actually a, really good. I'm not a vegetarian bull. You. Yeah. not grass fed? Yikes. That's a, a quantum. That doesn't mean I'm a cannibal That's bull. an bull. ethical quandary. Mad right? cow disease. <laughs> no, <I> just, <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian bull. I'm a chick okay? That's what I do. <laughs> Eat chickens? That's even worse. Well, you're a no, bull that eats steak. I'm that the chickens? outside that's with some, the thing that's on. With some <laughs> genocide <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Now I've lost entirely what I was thinking about. Well, Damn it. It, well, I, I again I do think that it, it is interesting when it comes to I was talking about the measure of vitriol levels between religion and science. Yes. I I think there was a point in time just like if you look at the historical this is very high level so forgive me if I'm not 100% accurate of my dates when Christianity sprang onto the scene and the Roman Empire put out its fangs. I mean they they think about it this way. You live in the Roman Empire as a Roman. And to you, a pagan, as a Roman, not a non-Roman, as a Roman, you're Roman this time, a pagan religion pops up that says that gods are monotheistic, that there's only one, not all the thousands that you believe in, that you don't need to sacrifice, you know, animals anymore. You don't need to sacrifice humans to appease the gods. You don't need to pray to the sun because the sun's just the sun. God created the sun. Think about what that would do to a culture and think about what it did to a culture. Exactly what
2: it did. They said, you know, take those pagans and throw them in the arena, throw a few lions in there and Mm -hmm. see if they can uh, survive that shit. (laughs) <laughs> Another topic we should talk about.
1: Actually, not as frequent
2: as you thought. I know. Ooh, yeah,
0: gladiator but, battles. Yeah, but not gladiator. I'm talking well,
2: about with the animals. Well, here's the thing. Oh, you're didn't talking about like the, the torture Christians. of the Christians. Yeah, yes. yeah that didn't well, happen. upside down. Peter was crucified upside down and then mm-hmm. beheaded. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like I mean these people believe their shit. Big yes. time. Was it Peter? Yes, it was. That was yes. I was thinking Paul. He spent a lot of time in jail. Wrote to all the churches at the time, and they thought a way to go.
1: I mean, technically.
0: Yeah, a way to go for well, sure. Well, he would have...
1: Died. He would have... They probably... He would have been dead once they decapitated him. He, you can only last upside down for so long. Your heart well, stops I, beating. Yeah, I... I you go in a car. I don't know um,
0: the details, but...
1: That's why you should never, ever sit upside down. Um, it's dangerous. Uh, the blood's pumped. You ever, wrong you ever read about the whole drawn and quartered stuff? Oh, God. Oh, my. We did an episode oh, on that.
2: My. Did you really? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we did. We did, did torture. You? The torture medieval one. Yeah, yeah we talked way about back that. when. Yeah. That was... Uh, that was some nasty shit. We've done some terrible you know what's funny things. Is the drawn and quartered part. The drawn part, funny, was what's, actually being dragged through the streets by to to get to where the execution was occurring. Really? I always, oh yeah, if you read about, I
1: thought it was it, reverse. I no. thought they would quarter you and then draw you. No, no. No. Like, Jack would sit first, down. First, drag you. He drew, a, be they drew right? an outline yeah, yeah. of you. Okay, we're going to do a portrait <laughs> yeah. of you before we quarter you. Draw me, Jack.
2: It was nasty Draw stuff, me. by the way. But, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we, I don't know how we got off into that. You, but quarter, you were talking about how they pulled them what, along what, first. The point I was going to make a minute ago, though, was that, you know, this... this what view is viewed as a battle between science and religion yeah. is unfortunate, but it's really communities battling each other. Communities that have a stakehold in whatever position they have. Yeah. And like most human beings, they don't like to
1: change. The problem is they're not explaining the same thing though. Like, like here's the thing is this is what I, and you can agree with me or disagree with me on this. Cause I do want to get your opinion on this. And this is how I've kind of felt about this whole thing or thought about this whole thing. All the things that allow us to exist, all the natural laws that allow us to exist, quote unquote, natural, all of those laws of simulation theory does not exist. Um, all of them, If a creator existed, had to have been created by that creator. Right. And if a creator gives us free will, which it is implied in some ways that he has not they, them, hey, he, she, whatever you want to say. It has not. God has not given us that free will It's implied sometimes in the Bible through various voices that that is not the case. But I don't think that that's true. I think that was interpretation of the time. Um, which is you have to think of people as their time back then. With that being said, taking destiny out of it and that argument with it, if that is the case, then God, everything we've discovered, he intended for us to discover to some level of degree, whether by virtue of destiny or otherwise, right? Well, I mean, the premise of uh, the Christian God is
2: these om- omnipotent and om- omniscient, right? So he's ever-present and ever-knowing. And the, the idea of free will, from my point of view, is, to use a visual, is more like a, a very wide river. Okay? You, have, you have an origin for that river, and you have a destination for that river at, into, the, into the sea. And, but the river has a lot of bends and turns in it. It has a lot of rocks. It has a lot of debris. It has all kinds of things that can occur in the thousands of miles from its origin to its destination. And we live within that river, and our free will is able to move us along and move across current, swim up river, swim down river, go across discover things, not discover things. But ultimately, we're still going to
1: end up where we're going to end up. That's- On a plate at Nobu Sushi, because you're describing <laughs> salmon right now. <laughs>
2: I don't mean we're a little swimming around so the river. See- I'm just saying... That- that that is that, that that it's it's like God says, oh yeah, we, you got free will, you can do whatever you want, but I know where you're gonna end up.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's ultimately
2: a, I know that. Yeah, I'm
1: not directing your very life and everything you do. There's just only I just one way. Know out. what you're gonna do. Yeah, there's only already. one way out. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I think that makes sense. Besides, you yeah, know, I want sushi. Um, I, I think that makes sense. I I, th- I just think that it's it's just interesting to me that there seems to be this derivative nature because i because i've sat in in churches um multiple um, and, and listen to people say things on from the the pulpit um that i didn't agree with like yeah you know, i don't i didn't they talk about destiny and i have a hard time with that because i think that that disproves a whole lot of things um, and theologically that would create a very difficult to digest image of what people would say to be their omniscient omnipotent creator so i tend to aligned with the free will thing which i think is displayed on a religious topic not to get too religious displayed evenly when it comes to adam and eve now what i do find to be quite interesting to bring it all the way back to this discussion is science just like to some degree with religion not all but to some degree does not deal in absolutes as stated above science is systematic and a logical process Using the scientific method, science does not imply truth, nor does it fully explain everything, both which philosopher, no offense, uh, quote-unquote, Dietrich adamantly states at the end of his article, in the most juvenile way, in my opinion, possible, by literally equating science and truth. And I quote, science and religion are engaged in a deadly war. There can be no bystanders, for it really matters who wins. It really matters that science, I mean truth, wins. Wow. Wow. You smell your own farts and you like the smell is what I think. And frankly, uh, unfortunately, I think that's a really bad way of representing science. And that's a really bad way of painting a picture of your quote unquote opposition.
0: Well, wouldn't you say? I mean, there's been lots of things in science that have changed. Yes. So it's really everything truth. I mean, science flows. Uh,
1: what well, is so truth? Here's the here's the thing we have this is this trends into another episode. My truth, yeah. This, this trends into another episode that we should have is what is truth? That is a real that it is a legitimate question that I think changes for a lot of people. Now, granted, I tend to be, and I'm thinking everyone here uh, is of the same beliefs that there are universal truths. The one you painted a little bit ago, uh, us all ending up in the same place. Not to get too dark, is one of them. Uh, so, oh, so are taxes. Um, but uh, again, I, I just think it's interesting that someone who would profess to be a philosopher, and I, maybe I shouldn't be surprised by this because a lot of philosophers tend to do this, uh, is so adamant in their belief that they discount other people as the enemy. Because that's what war implies. There don't, is an don't enemy. You, don't you think that, that for a lot of people, though, uh,
2: especially as they get older, taking a position and solidifying it, in not derivating from it is a psychological tool for their own sanity. Well, toddlers do that, but yeah, sure. I, I think older adults do it as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad habit. Uh, not just older adults, adults in general do it. I think people, people finally take positions and they get, get those positions solidified over time, whether it's because of echo chambers that they used over the course of their lives or whether it's because uh, it's psychologically more beneficial to them. They feel better when they take a certain position mm-hmm. and they'll die on that hill. And you know why? Cause they know they're going to die anyway. It's comfortable. That's yeah. why they're, it's, it's that, it's that dog on the nail again, which, but yeah, you know, true. It, it's, it's. I don't even begrudge people to think mm-hmm. that way, but it, on to your point, as far as philosophers, if you really want to be called a philosopher... You don't do that. I don't think you would ever take that kind of hard position.
1: Mm-mm.
2: You'd have your set of beliefs onto why we psychologically understand things that we do or why we take certain positions through periods of life, but you wouldn't say, oh, science is truth. The
1: truth is science.
2: Really? You put any leeches on yourself lately? Well, the unfortunate,
1: the unfortunate part that I don't think... Uh this philosopher thought about is if that's the case, then, uh, he has a lot of, ex- a lot of explaining to do when it comes to, uh, uh very various forms of transhumanism arguments that, uh, the, uh, Stat the mustache boys from the 40s all like to engage in
2: well, transhumanism wasn't that uh what uh the boy from pedophile island wanted to do
1: anyway oh mr was, mr he, uh, mr what? i didn't potato strangle head. myself to yeah, death exactly. so potato head yeah that is a good one <laughs> <laughs> egg mr. Head.
0: Potato? Egghead, but
1: yeah i meant i said potato head but egg, egg, you know what I meant. Heads, egg heads egg head. um heads uh well yeah and and look I, obviously he's 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 writing an op-ed okay so I don't want to like fault this guy for like all of his work he's probably a fine dude he had a beard and long hair he looked like a philosopher <laughs> like that wind the photo the wind was blowing through his hair I was like wow this guy looks like a philosopher um so he fits the role but I, I just I find it disappointing because it's like just like I would find it disappointing if I sat down in a church and someone who said that people believe in evolution are going to hell I think that that's disappointing as well they're both disappointing premises and the reason they're disappointing is because they're short. Sighted for someone who professes to believe in the afterlife. If you damn someone to hell, you know what that is. That's short sighted. Cause you're not God. Well, it's, it's, it's against the tenets of religion in yeah. the first place. You're, you're doing the judging yeah. and you're not
2: even supposed to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You're human. You don't have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. So why would you? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because we're freaking human. Well, it's because and we all it makes you comfortable, <laughs> That's too. That's
1: why. Well, it makes you comfortable, too. Uh, the uncomfortable thing is to not hold the judgment against someone. And I, I we've all fallen subject to it. Yeah, we've I have. All, we all judge each um, other in different ways, shapes, or forms. I just think there's, there's, there's some points where it's appropriate to hold someone accountable. And then there's some points where it's just kind of like, you don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know what happens. Like, I could, look, I've, I've read the Bible multiple times. That doesn't make me an expert. That does make me... Relatively decently versed, not in maybe the scripture, but in the understanding of what it says. How'd you get through all the bigats? Is what I wanted.
0: <sighs> bigat, bigat. Oh uh, so what I would do gosh. is I'd read
1: ten pages a night when I was the Book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, I There's a lot of them. There's a lot, um, The Old forever. Testament's hard to get through, but I, I, I guess the reason I, I did about ten pages a night when I was in high school, um, and I did it for a lot of nights. I want to say until <laughs> I, uh, I was like twenty three. 20 no but no 22 22 and um, so like from the age of like 15 to 22 and I can't say that I understand it any better than anyone else like I all up to interpretation at some point and i do have my positions on things like i don't agree with some of the takes today that involve in a lot of ways from a very factual position eastern theology i don't think you should mix doctrines just out of respect to those various doctrines but also to the to respect to the various cultures associated because i think that it confuses things it's fun because i I think overall to give religion uh, even from a
2: scientific point of view people should look at religion in general, as a net positive. It's done some horrible things across yeah. the history of our world as well. People have used that as ways to justify doing all kinds of atrocious things, for sure. Like, everybody's used everything throughout time to do atrocious things. But think about the Bible in general. You've talked about the world's most famous and most published book of all time. The first thing ever published, as a matter of fact, by Gutenberg, the Bible. Yeah, uh, It has life stories it has it's a history book as well but it has life stories that are still applicable mm-hmm. i mean that would not have happened except for people decided that this thing this thing called religion was going to be something to you know uh, to, to grab a hold of
1: and put your belief in yeah yeah and that's and uh, i don't know i just think people just and, and when i say people i don't mean everyone i just mean just a collective uh, group that i could broad stroke uh, without feeling guilty um but uh, but i think people just don't inform themselves enough i think that's what it comes down to is they just there's not an equal grounding and there's nor nor should there be frankly an mm-hmm. equal grounding in both areas because it's a lot it's a lot to take in um i mean there's been plenty of people on the scientific end that that profess that religion's positive one of them who i have not been a fan of uh as of late unfortunately and he Made his exit um, from the medical industry <laughs> with a guitar, uh, which was hilarious. Uh, Francis Collins uh, stated that one of the greatest tragedies of our time is that this impression is this impression that has been created that science and religion have to be at war. They don't have to be at war. They don't because they're very similar. Not to say they're the same. They're just very similar in a lot of ways. Did you see that? I did play the guitar. I watched
2: it live. I didn't watch it live. I watched I've seen it live. Yeah, it was. It was
1: like what? What was he doing? You are art yeah <laughs> And, you know, I just, I think that quote is good because it, it's, it's, a, it's a true quote in the sense that yeah, there, there doesn't need to be a competition. Just like there does not need to be a competition, and this is another episode, uh, uh, between the sexes. There doesn't need to be competition. Like, I, I'm sorry, there doesn't need to be competition. We can talk about this to the end of time. Both can be equally appreciated. That would solve all of the problems. Same with religion and science. If, if both were looked at with reverence, not maybe in the sense that everything's correct, but both in the sense of healthy forms of criticism and healthy forms of respect and understanding, guess where all the problems would go? Pfft, down the toilet. That's all they would go. Same with uh, differences in race, same with differences in culture. If everyone just decided to stop being douchebags to each other, all the problems would go away. Self-created issues. Um, and you know, since science deals, and we talked about this briefly, but since science deals with the natural world, uh, uh, religion prior to dogmas on both ends, which is, uh, the real problem in my opinion, uh, deals with the spiritual and the supernatural. Both can coexist and be harmonious. One does not disprove the other. This of course holds true if ridiculous individuals don't get their hands on the wheel when it comes to the arguments. And
0: they often do often.
1: And shame on us because
2: we believe them. What would, uh, is it care who won the first, uh, not the first. Who's the country singer that won American Idol? Carrie, Carrie, Underwood. Carrie Underwood. What would she say right now? Jesus, Jesus, take the take thank you the very real. much. Jesus or she'd oil. say, "How's that song uh, go?" I don't even. I don't even. Remember. Or, or she she would I put it. Ready
1: for uh, would, Sunday night? <laughs> yeah. <burnt> oh. <laughs> That's right. That time of year again. Waiting She's all back day for Sunday night.
0: Is it Carrie's all day or all week Carrie's back.
1: All week, this, I, I, mean, I all love week. her. That's typically she's great. my favorite part of the Sunday night football. These last the song, is. me too. It's a good song. No, no, she's a great actress. Yes, um, yeah. So why do you roll your eyes at that? You don't think she's a good actress?
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I just know what good actress is code for.
1: She's a good actress. Well, what would it be?
0: I think for? she's a great actress too. Yeah. See, jeez. I think she's a great singer. <laughs> see, if there she was is. just a she's little, also she if like a if there really was just a little singer. bit of love Gorgeous. in the world.
1: If there was a little bit of love in the world, people actually agreed initially.
0: The Honestly, are true, I should we wouldn't slap a photo so, of her it, up on leg day. That's Jackson. what I should do.
2: We are the world. Yeah. We are the people. Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's is that, that right. who it is? Uh, uh-huh.
2: He was in there. No, Was, was it? No, no, it was no. What? Huey, Huey Lewis. Yeah, Huey yeah. Lewis yeah. was the next one. He was like,
1: God. Huey. Oh, come oh, on, f-
2: man. Don't go right after Michael. Nobody go right after participated in that? A lot of people. It was a lot. Band-Aid, Huey Lewis, who notes. the hell is bandit i don't know bandit. tina turner bonnie pointer
0: Poynter, the, the pointer whole thing sisters was the band aid it there were 46 for vocalists it. bruce springsteen willie what nelson year was
1: this? Springsteen. what year was this 84 okay
0: 85
1: well that's bad timing
0: Karen. kenny Loggins, billy Ken-
1: and aid in 85 diana ross kenny kenny Lodgins was
0: cindy lopper
2: wow oh cindy how, is, how did the cut work Boys on this? Girls just want to have fun,
1: right? And, well, yeah. remember
0: we talked about this in the Michael Jackson. No, but episode. yeah, we
1: did. But did they get any like fiscally? Did they get a cut of this or did no, all? No, sure. I
0: think all of it went to charity, and it was there a was lot. There
2: was a band aid, then there was a farm aid, then there was a this aid and that a aid. Farm aid? Oh yeah. What the heck it was, was a they raised? They raised
0: London. over sixty-three million dollars in 80, 1985 money.
2: Yeah. Now, now ask yourself this. Interesting. Okay. That you can appreciate the ability for humans coming together and helping each other. Ask yourself why. Why uh, would you do
1: that? Well, you know, altruism is shown outside of religion. It has I, been. I understand it, it, that. It is but there it, is a component a weird of human that. Human thing.
2: It, a weird human thing. Weird a human science thing. Science
1: says it's weird human things. Okay.
2: okay. So, science is right. And their, science. Their truth. So science, Science. my definition of human altruism is it's just a weird human human
0: thing.
1: thing? Science.
0: Science. It's science.
1: Well, now, actually, they wouldn't sound like that. My definition of uh, altruism is a weird human thing.
0: (laughs) We've been upside
1: down for five and a half years. Where did he go, by the way? Um, That's my, uh, that's my mister. He's enjoying his retirement from the government.
2: His, his is his highest retirement fund of yeah, history must nice. of all must be nice can't wait for my turn um <laughs> no he's cashing in on his his uh Book deal? self-portraits you no know, he's programming
0: oh gosh let's go let's we're move gonna it skip along. past this yeah we're gonna move yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. it <laughs>
2: along let's somebody deep into say the camera? that
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of the issues that I recognize in relation to religion, as well as science, uh, is what I believe to be a misinterpretation of what religion is and what science is. I think that humans, us, all of us collectively tend to misinterpret things uh, all the time. Is it mint chocolate chip or is it just mint I mean, we don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it mint, mint ice cream or is it pistachio chip. ice cream? Like we misinterpret things. Is Two it? Is it? Things. Is it eggshell white or is it white? Two different things that are very similar with that. They look similar. So I think that that happens when it comes to science and religion. Uh, I do. I think it does. So defined as a social cultural system of designated behaviors and practices, morals, beliefs, and worldviews, texts, sanctified places, prophecies, ethics, or organizations that generally relates humanity to supernatural, transcendental, and spiritual elements. That is the definition of what religion is. But it does not have, and I thought this was very interesting, a scholarly consensus on what designates a religion. That is why our Lord and Savior, L. Ron Hubbard,
0: <laughs> has gotten away with Scientology. Has gotten away
1: and with... And everything must have taxes. a scholarly
2: consensus. Yes. Everything. Okay, has anybody gone to seminary school and asked them? There's there schools those, all
1: over the place. Is that okay. the
0: great loophole of America? Freedom of religion and no actual definition?
1: Yes, y- yes.
2: I just gave you the y- literal yes. So, so here's here's a thought experiment for you. Okay. Uh oh.
1: So right. there's a cat we're, in a box. We're
2: we're <laughs> either at or soon to be at or slightly after the great the great. What is it? The uh, singularity, right? Quantum superposition. Yeah. Final answer, Alec. No, oh, not quantum superposition because that can be more in one place at one time. Time,
1: time. I wish I had an echo effect.
2: that. Um, no, it's it, so science, right? Mm-hmm. Science out there. Science and engineering is creating all kinds of things, whether it's a program, whether it's a, an AI algorithm, mm-hmm. they're creating all kinds of things that could be construed if now very soon to be sentient. Okay. If you talk to Google, they already are. So if if something is created in the sentient and it's not told who its maker is, what would it think? Simulation theory. Forget simulation. Simulation a second. theory. Uh, okay, use that too. It goes uh, somebody has to create the simulation. No no ever ending it's so the, never the, ending these simulation. people that say science is religion are the ones that are looking at it in that direction and they're yeah. saying look they're creating something from science mm-hmm. that now the creation has to look at its creation its creator and say that is my maker my God yep something that has created me
1: yeah Ill- and Ill- it Ill-
2: has Ill- to it has to bridge the gap between that understanding and what happened mm-hmm. to create it.
1: So it's just formed a religion. Yeah, scientific dogma. It's all this. Yeah. And so, that's what I think the problem is, is religion has dogmas just like science does. You can question some things in science, but you, que- you can't question... As of the last two years, you can't question some things. You question things, but you can't question some... It's because science is truth. If Get my drift. Some things. But you can question... Is that an
2: attempt at a wink?
1: All <laughs> things. You can question all things in religion, but... You can't believe some things, so it's, it's the same. it's the same thing. It, It's and, and that comes down to humans. I think the problem is uh, is the imp- implementation of an absolute form of thinking where you know one uh, that absolutism form of thinking, the absolutist form of thinking brings around a dogma which is unquestionable depending on so this what really, party you're
2: part of? This is really just power structure, as we all have said mm-hmm. in the past. You, you roll back a few hundred years. And during the Inquisition period of time, and if you didn't agree with what the the religious people said, if you started to say, no the sun is not revolving around us, well, you know, string them up, burn them torture, him, yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. because you're not doing what we say. And at that time, they said religion is truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now we're going, science
1: is truth. Yeah, it's the same. It's a it's, cycle. everything's a circle. I'm a circle, you're a circle, you're a circle. Everything's a circle. What you think is a square is a circle. Triangles and are circles. You know what a circle is. It's just a piece of pie. I was going to say that. Yeah. Pie's good. Um, yeah, so, and this is something I do want to talk about. Greek salad, one or the other. Greek yes. Salad. Uh, and this is, this is what I do want to talk about, uh, as I said in another episode, but I'm going to mention it briefly. So this is safe for another episode, but the dogma associated with Christianity came about in a lot of ways through necessity. Early interpretations of the influence of Christ and his affiliation with God trended into her- heretical territory early on, which threatened a lot of things about, uh, in specifics, the belief of Christianity. Uh, specifically, they weren't too sure how to understand Jesus' relation to God himself. Was he a the son of God? Was he God reincarnate? Was he a human that was chosen by God? They didn't know how to determine this. So, not to tend to trend too far into that area um, because I'm not sure whether an absolutionist form of like view of religion was there from the beginning. I don't know whether that was the case. I don't think it was. Um, But this dogma was originally implemented and it was actually implemented uh, specifically in relation to Christianity, uh, Christianity specifically with heavy influence from Emperor Constantine um, during the councils of Nicaea and Constantinople both of which dictated the modern church's interpretation of understanding Jesus. That's why they went from saying uh, his son or the son to the begotten son. The actual term is begotten. Um, There's a reason for that, and it's very fascinating. I want to talk about this in another episode, even though it might be too religious for some people. I tend to think that's very fascinating. And I don't necessarily know whether that's good or bad, because I don't know what to think about Constantine, (laughs) because he supposedly ruled in the year 1000 or did he
0: Ooh, we don't know theory time
1: is it a conspiracy theory i tend to think carbon dating is pretty accurate so uh we don't know don't know but it would be interesting to talk about that, and I think that that, for necessity, for keeping Christianity alive, was something they had to do. Otherwise, the church of Christian, the church of Christ, or uh, the the way, or uh, well, post post modernist Judaism, um, it, it, it that's I guess that's heretical. Um, it, it, that it would have broken into multiple different variances more so than it has today. One that believed... Jesus was God, one that believed Jesus was the Son of God, and one that believed Jesus was all of them, all at once. And it's very, I was reading about this today, it was very fascinating. Um, Now, I technically think that the reason I brought this up uh, is to kind of explain what a dogma is. Um, It's a principle or a statement of ideas, or a group of such principles or statements, especially when considered to be authoritative or accepted uncritically. Uh, For many people, the idea of science seems to hold a dogmatic interpretation. Equating science with quote-unquote truth would be a perfect example of dogmatic thinking. Over the last few years, that has been held true in relation to the medical and scientific fields in stark contrast, and ironically enough, the only way to break people from this mold of thought is through scientific, actual scientific breakthroughs. The same can be said through religious awakenings, enlightenments, and practical movements. Very similar.
0: Mm. So,
1: is science a religion? Do we know? Have we determined yet?
2: I'm still with my original premise. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: That it's, it's, this is a circular thing. I think the religion brought about questioning. Questioning brought about scientific minds. Mm. People that wanted to answer those questions, we call them scientists now, don't know what we called them way back. I mean, probably monks. Philosophers. <laughs> monks and philosophers and thought. Uh, teachers. Uh, all that stuff. Bishops. Aristotle. All, all of those people, in <clears throat> some degree or another, would be scientists, scientists today. And so religion pushed questions that were unanswerable into a realm where people started to empirically decide what those answers could be. And when those answers were created, after the initial disruption of uh, being controversial to the church, after a period of generations or whatever, when they were finally accepted, church moved its Overton window mm-hmm. in a direction further away from what science was.
1: So I think that they're, I think they're married. That's what I think. Mm. I, I, I w- yeah, a complimentary would be where I align. So I guess we're kind of in the similar realm here. Um, I would like to think that science isn't a religion, and the reason I say that is because if if science is a religion, then the very principles of science, um, just like the very principles of dogmatic religion, depending on what they are, should not be trusted. And I have a problem with that, and the reason I have a problem with that is because a lot of what we discuss always comes back to power. Now, the church didn't want people to learn science because it would have led people to questioning the power of the church and the ultimate power and the uh, authoritarianistic power of the pope and the king. That's why they didn't want people reading the Bible. That's why they didn't want people learning. Same thing with science. If we start learning things in science that start to disprove the very threads of what we believe to be science... Of course, it would make sense that people would get angry and punish you by keeping you inside for two years or like shutting down your business or like canceling your Instagram account and all that stuff. Of course, they would because it's a threat to their power. And I tend to hope that science is not that just like I tend to hope religion is not that because if that's the case, both of them end in failure. In order for something to become better, it has to be able to move forward and progress in a positive way, in a, a logical way not in a way that is progress for the sake of progress, but in a way that is progress for the sake of benefit. And if both of them are dogmatic religions, uh, it spells doom for us. I, I think you have to always
2: look to who is pulling the strings. That's what you have to do in, in all of these things. Or what? If you if you look at the religions of the world and the power structures they've created, and when you, when you look at the Catholic Church or the... the um, Latter Day Saints, or you know, any number of religions throughout the world. There's a huge amount of power in money, and um, it, uh, uh, sp- I was going to say spread, but coverage uh, of the world in terms of of what goes on, who holds the levers, who moves things in different directions, and it's been that way since the beginning of the for, since Constantine,
1: whatever year he was actually. Yeah, no, before that, that, depending on right? who you're talking to the, whatever emperor associated with whatever, I mean, it's always been back to the, the leading class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, just for some insight into what, you know, science really deals with. Cause I, as I said earlier, I think science tends to explain the how, the what, the when uh, and religion tends to explain the why uh, science for everyone here in the room and our listeners tends to deal with the natural and known universe. Uh, things like light, water, fire, landforms, plant life, air, minerals, living beings, energy, unseen forces. Interesting. Um, it attempts to solve similar questions to faith, but at a cellular, microscopic, or universal scale. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's all of these things are important. Um, the unfortunate part is science tends to trend into religious territory, as we said uh, a second ago. When the said proprietors of science tend to force it in that direction, well, I think that, I think science in general, if you if the people that are looking at
2: the groups that are looking at science and saying there's a hard line, religious religion is not real, are the ones that are saying science will eventually always answer questions that religion set religion says are faith based, belief based. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're wrong. Doesn't matter if they're wrong because there's always going to be a question. Yeah. Like that.
0: I have an, I have one of those. So, where does ghost hunting fall on this scale?
1: Paganism, demonology, satanism, no, uh, ghost religion hun- then. Well here's the thing is ghost hunting the paranormal uh, would be considered a part of as if, if we were to quote uh, not quote but to pull from the book of Baggins um, not Frodo uh, it, the Zach Baggins uh, would be would be a paranormal science it would be a form of science
0: right but then so, so, so there's two there's two well, sides to that coin specifically
1: well what's interesting is he yeah. always he refers to so this is why I thought unseen forces is, is, is interesting right because we talk about parallel universes we talk about multiple existence is multiple universes in which if uh, uh, the, the one dimensional being uh, the one emotional being from Star Trek is real Spock uh, he would say that there are infinite planets out there with infinite forms of life that are just like us that we need to go and discover and help right if that's all true if that all tends to be true and uh, Fermi wasn't right in his question that we are ultimately alone then Who's to suggest that uh, demons aren't from another dimension? Who's well, to suggest it, it, well, angels aren't? The, the Bible the, says the, they are. The
2: question Bale had, though, is interesting because Baggins will say there, there's demons involved. And there's ghosts there's and demons. Ghosts and there's a differentiation. Evil spirits. and this, mm-hmm. That is very much on the quote-unquote unscientific side of the lever, ledger. Supposedly. And then he'll use a... Real, real noisy alarm clock or whatever the hell he uses. To... Well, if you listen box. very close, they say, hey, I was killed by
1: it. That's right. You know, hey, it's a nerfabular vibrator. Okay. <laughs> it vibrates the, the molecules that's, all around that's, that's right. you. The, the right. The term
0: but is literally spirit. Box. It is. Spirit
1: I, I box, don't yeah. have any idea, which is the most scientific term.
0: The
2: thing is, is that those are very entertaining for those that watch and that's fine. And he's made an unbelievable career out of it, and he has a certain real or imagined thinking about all that stuff. But it, the the it goes back to what you said at the very beginning, Wolf. We don't freaking know. Oh shit. And, and a lot of people will look at the the whole ghost kind of thing and say two they kind of two things at the same time. Number one, I, I mentioned it early. Energy never leaves it just changes right so a lot of people believe that the the life force that we have as human beings will continue in different ways and one of those ways will to leave an impression upon where you were mm-hmm. and some people are sensitive that to that uh, energy inner energetic impression well then Supposedly i wonder if
0: someone if, like i don't know what's some famous sign uh stephen hawking would Mm -hmm. be more willing to believe in something like ghost hunting being a science than some religious zealotry well here's
1: the thing is this all comes back to whether it's provable whether it's a provable controlled thing that we can like use the scientific method on.
0: did they prove that wormholes exist supposedly provable?
1: supposedly it is uh, on paper we've it's, it's been able, on able to paper? do it on, in math yeah we have we, you in,
0: seen it because well, the bible's suppose, on paper well, <laughs> supposedly that that supposedly supposedly was reach, they just was took reach. their first tra- picture of a black hole
2: yeah supposedly they did yeah but, um, but she's got a good point no she does because you know you you talked about derivations earlier mm-hmm. differentials and things like that and if you've ever looked at a a an equation a differential equation
1: I have, unfortunately, I've
2: looked at way too many in my life. Thank them. God I don't anymore. I hate but them. they can get big and long. But at the very end of every single one of them, do you know what there always is? A headache. No, there's there's a fraction, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that fraction is dx over dy. You know what that stands for?
1: Dumb equation <laughs> over dupe use.
2: It's talking about that equation. Is uh, it it? it takes the whole differential equation and says you have to add a time element to it Mm. you can't equate something's deterioration or gain without putting time in there Mm. and if you can't this goes back to my original uh, supposition that everything we talk about every our view on everything is related to how we advance through what we considered is time and you know religion is not constrained by that at all. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about the ultimate answer, what I was talking about earlier, there's always a question at the end of science's time working on this problem or question that they're answering. And this hypothesis they have, this theory they come up with, this empirical data that they do to prove something, this equation. After that, there's still the rest of time, mm-hmm. whatever that means, fill in the blank. And the only way human beings can fill in a blank is to have some sort of belief system to fill it in. Yeah. That's what religion is.
1: Yeah, no, and I think that's a that's a solid point. Um and I think it makes sense. Um, And you know, I, I think at the end of the day, I tend to I've come to disagree with the statement that knowledge is power. I don't think it is. I think knowledge is freedom. I think power is what people what, I think people who say knowledge and power want you to think that it's power, and this, you get stuck in the cycle of believing what they want you to believe. I think that if we were truly, if people were truly going to spend the time, like we talked about in the Enlightenment episode, actually thinking of things and taking time to contemplate, they would find that the things that they bicker and argue about and the things that are meant to be at war are merely there to drive attention away from the actual so problem. You know what you just said, though? Knowledge is a tool. That's what you I told said. you I agreed with what you said. I'm just reinforcing yeah, you're it. You're rubbing it mean, in my when face. You say you would rub it in my me, face. I've got you're to bring rubbing it up in my two face. or three times. Yeah, this is this is this is what we call a, a sad man's way of of getting one over. Uh, this I already gave you. I gave you what you wanted. Yes. And here you are, just dangling it. I just want, want to hear it again. I'm not yeah. a horse. I'm a wolf. Okay. You don't need to dangle the carrot. You don't need to dangle a carrot in front of my face. I usually dangle a rabbit. That's weird. That's strange. Well, or a sheep. Apparently. So, the premise that I take still, I don't think that science. That was good. I don't think that science is meant to be a religion. I think that it has become, in a lot of ways, a religion. And the dictates of science are not inherently religious, in my opinion. Um, But I think they're forcefully pushed in a direction to make them religious and thus easily controlled by the people at the top. And by people, I mean and literally anybody who has any influence. I mean, if you if you want, I mean, look at look at uh look at Mister uh, <laughs> Mister owner owner of Microsoft. Okay, um, yeah, if you if you want to uh, have a lot of influence, all you got to do is rub elbows with pedophiles. So you know, if he figured it out, then people who uh, have run the institutions for years and years and decades and decades have figured out that the best way to do things is to preface and phrase and frame something in such a way that pushes an image that everyone else interprets that is incorrect as opposed to what the actual truth is. And I think that's what happens with science and religion. I think the unfortunate part is both of them should know better. Both of them. I think religious individuals should know that science is not evil. And I think scientific individuals should know that religion is not stupid. I think that the games that they fall into, which are very human, um, are unfortunate and they don't need to exist They really don't, Um, and frankly, there are a lot of contradictions that we'll run over quite briefly, because we're getting towards the end of the episode, that I think paint an accurate picture for people who are on either end of the spectrum. For those within the scientific community, you say that religion is contradictory, dare I say so is science. Apparently, multiple universes beyond our own, some of which are parallel, in which the different choices a different version of yourself has made, are coming to uh, fruition, which sounds like reincarnation to me, actually exists within science. Wormholes, in which we can potentially travel virtually instantaneously from point A to point B, actually exists in science. Science. Electrons spinning around an atomic nucleus are moving so fast that they are never in any given spot in their energy level. Instead, they occupy all places at that level, effectively making an electron shell and not an orb orbit. Interestingly contradictory. We also learned that when stimulated by a photon beam, as we discussed with quantum superposition, electrons can jump from one energy level to another without moving through the space between those levels. Light is made up of photons, which are comprised of waves and particles at the same time. The universe is expanding, but it isn't expanding into anything. There's no center uh, uh, to its expanding, nor if, uh, is there an edge to expand into anything, So it's spo- but it's, it's supposedly not infinite either. So that's a big contradictory question as well. Um, Euclidean geometry tells Tells us that parallel lines will never intersect. Non Euclidean geometry says perhaps they do. Uh, Einstein's theory of general relativity says that what we call motion is really just the curvature of space based on gravitational pull. All of those things are really contradictory does not mean that they're wrong does not mean that they're absolutely right just means that they're contradictory and same thing with religion jesus christ has fully human and fully divine two natures in one person that's contradictory the crucifixion and the resurrection with his promise of eternal life interestingly cross contradictory god is simultaneously yet distinctly father son spirit ever three and ever one not one god wearing three different masks not three separate deities but one in three and three in one all of this is contradictory, which again gets me back to my overall and our overall premise. Okay. <laughs> That's it. It's all contradictory. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's science to say, well, yeah, but those things can change. Those are all provable. Yeah, they are all provable, but they also can all be disprovable. All of them. Every single one of them. Same thing with you religion. Know, it's
2: so funny because I, I we've talked about this before as, as well. As, as what we call time moves forward into the reality that we view Mm -hmm. right things get more complex even as answers get get uh discovered on big subjects or little subjects all it does is create additional questions yeah and additional answers and i think that's genuinely amazing i really do Mm -hmm. because it it tells us how what the possibilities for human beings and their understanding truly is it's it's nearly infinite Mm -hmm. nearly Nearly, yeah. And that is the thing that I don't understand. It don't have to be contradictory. You don't have to hate science if you're religious. You don't have to hate religion if you're scientific. Mm-hmm.
1: To me, they are overlapping entities, mm-hmm. always and forever. Yeah. And, you know, uh, interesting on the interesting note of people who think that religion can't be impacted by science or uh, by changes, it can be religion just like science can be impacted and it can change look at the 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 mormon church in the 70s they changed a few important things okay and if they can change a few important things then so can we darn it um and you know uh, uh, criticism should be welcomed in the church should be welcomed in science it is welcomed uh, supposedly uh in science um and if science and religion in their purest unadulterated forms they're not meant to be dogmatic Unless, of course, your entire religion would fall apart if the one principle of your religion is contradictory, in which then it is a necessity. And there's a whole another argument that we can dive into with that, which I want to. It would be a very interesting topic. But at the end of the day, outside of dogmas, the importance of all of this is falsifiability. The principle which revolves around the inability to imagine an experiment or an idea that refutes or discredits a specific scientific hypothesis, theory, or principle is predicated on the very fact that we should at all times be cognizant of alternatives. For those that say they've lost hope in finding any semblance of a creator or the supernatural after applying the scientific method and finding no evidence, did you do the same with the premise of dark matter? How about the planets revolving around the sun and not the sun revolving around the earth? About the Hadron Collider, did you do all that? You might have. You might have done it before everyone else has done it. Maybe you were one of the first, and hopefully you were, because that's fanat- that's fantastic. I almost said that's fanatical, and it kind of is fanatical. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. um, I'm not suggesting to immediately join a religion, nor am I suggesting that uh, you know science is absolute. I'm just pointing out an argument of convenience, uh, since you know we are all arguably incredibly lucky to be alive at a time in which dark matter, black holes. And parallel universes are not just ideas, but actual schools of accepted thought. I'm just pointing out that uh, an argument of convenience is not always scientific. The world is a better place when we don't hold absolutist views in objection to healthy criticism. The truth is we know very little, and the more we accept that as true, the better off we will be. You know, interestingly, I'll just add um, a thought to this,
2: is that a lot of these dogmatic battles are usually disrupted through the history of civilization by you know tremendously volatile matters and I'm not talking about the last couple of years I'm talking about redefinition of who we are based on some outward um, intrusion of something unforeseen Godzilla yeah exactly Godzilla you know, Pacific Rim, all those beasts. I, I want alive that to happen so bad, I, and it'd be I, terrible. And we probably. I think I'm going more in the direction of 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 uh, something just in front of us, not yeah. just an ex, not just a UFO coming mm-hmm. or whatever UAFs or whatever the hell they're, UAPs UAPs they're called now. Something that changes our overall philosophical way of viewing ourselves, as much as we say scientifically we're not the center of the universe anymore. We're still human beings, and we like to think of ourselves as the center of it. That's why we talked about last time being the being the main character in our story. And when we come to realize that our story is just a a little story within the context of a much much greater, bigger story, we I think change our viewpoint. Yep. We understand things are a lot more complicated than we'd like to think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just like changing the name. From UFO, unidentified flying object, to UAP, United Aerial Penises, has changed things dramatically in the scientific... Unidentified
0: Aerial... Penises. ...phenomenal um, yeah. Or yeah. You
1: don't need to rain on my parade, okay? Um, it, with that being said, was that like Jamie, kind of a, I was like an ending, like was... and you, you pooped, you, you dripped Sorry. on my parade. Um, a giant... UAP dripped on your parade? It did. I
0: thought you were looking at me and telling me to get the definition. Well,
1: you jumped the gun. You're fired. Um, so all I have to say, just kidding, you're hired. All I have to say is, yeah, uh, you couldn't have said it better because it, 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 this is, we're never going to know. We won't know in our lifetimes. We're not going to know in your lifetime or the lifetimes of your lifetimes past you or before you or in front of you or any other lifetime. It does lifetime. depend because I there are
2: some... There are some things out there that talk about how we can live for
1: nearly ever. You got to help. Maybe we should uh, talk about that in an upcoming episode. We've got five different, I'm going to have to re-listen to this whole thing as I usually do. And I'm going to have to say, okay, well that's one, that's one, that's one, that's one. Maybe not that one. That one's good. Like we're going to have, I'm going to have so many, so many options. Um, but yeah, I don't Any, any other, any other points, poignant points to make? Any thoughts outside of uh, un, uh, unified aerial penises um, that we can tie onto? Um,
0: well, just think about when you're walking down the street, you see a million faces, million, thousand, hundred, maybe. A and, million, thousand, hundred. That's yeah. a lot of faces. <laughs> and you, you, what you were talking about with the, main character energy thing we'll think about it so you see those faces anthropocentrism never, most of them you'll never you'll likely never see them again and you'll likely never think of them again and they'll see the same thing when they're looking at you
1: you're not that cool bro anyway that wraps up our episode uh you know we hope this episode gave you some food for thought um as we hope all of our episodes do but specifically this one um Thanks for tuning in. And if you liked what you heard, if you liked what you see, if you like the people involved, uh, just remember we are holistically created podcasts. We are sourced from the greatest coffee beans uh, in all of uh, South America, specifically uh, in the very deep jungles of the Amazon. Um, Go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a subscription. If you feel generous, it is absolutely free to you. Um, And yeah, we have episodes that come out every single week. So we will chat with you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Wolf and Bull podcast with your host, the Wolf and Bull. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all of the latest from the Wolf and Bull, you can tune in via our weekly episodes available on nearly every major listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Wolf and Bull. You can follow us on YouTube at the Wolf and Bull podcast and at our website, thewolfandbull.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.